The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. And now, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. Today, we're talking about how music heals. And on the phone with us is Mike Garrison, Garson, Mike Garson, who is an American pianist and composer. He's a versatile artist whose wide range of repertoire encompasses jazz and rock. Most noted for his work was with David Bowie, as well as some of the most prolific brands, bands of the alternative rock genre. And he paired up with Dr. Christopher Duma, who is the founder of the Foundation of Neurosciences Stroke and Recovery and a board-certified neurosurgeon, and collaborated with Dr. Duma on a project called Music Heals. And Mike Garson is the pianist and the composer of this Music Heals project. Welcome, Mike. It's nice to be here. Yeah. Tell us how, how you met Dr. Duma and how this all got created. Well, Dr. Duma, aside from being a brilliant brain surgeon, played a lot of rock piano as a kid and he still has a band and he loves he loves music and there was a project several years back dealing with online teaching that he was supporting and we met then and then a few years later I told him this idea I had about music and how the power of the music could really heal so he got the idea to ask me for about 30 of my pieces of music, and he tested them on 100 of his patients, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, cancer, etc. And they chose their favorite 12. There were some, they actually said, this piece makes me very anxious, so it was the opposite of healing. So I removed them from the, uh, the, the uh, 12 movement suite that I wrote that was 45 minutes. So... That's how it came about. I worked on the piece for several years, and we uh, premiered it March 1st, 2014 in California at a beautiful concert hall called Siegerstrom Hall in Orange County, and that was the first of many performances of this piece. What was the inspiration for the composition? Where did you get your inspiration from? Well, for the last 20 years, I've been thinking a lot about the healing aspects of music. I know what it has done for me as a composer and pianist, and I know what some of my heroes in classical, be it Bach or Mozart or Chopin or Beethoven, what their music has done for me, and I know when I compose how I feel from it. Plus, I have a grandson that lives with me that has autism, and I worked with him 
on um, music. He's playing the piano now. And when he was younger, he's about 11 now, but when he was about between two and seven, he was extremely nervous and anxious. And at a certain point, I put him on my lap and I played some piano for him. And I could literally feel him melt into the music. And I felt this is another mode and gateway that can help his improvement. Not the only one, but one that could be very useful. And a lot of his focus now is on his practicing the piano. So I've seen amazing results. Uh, plus, as a piano teacher for the last geez, 50 years, I've had over 10,000 uh, students, private ones that have passed through my home one way or the other when I lived both in New York and California. And I've seen at least three quarters of them in one way or another physically mentally or spiritually get some healing from the from the music mm-hmm. listening to it uh and certainly being proactive and performing in it so yeah. i have all that empirical sort of data uh, from just doing it so so much yeah there was a, a book and the man is now passed called the mozart effect by don campbell yeah. I don't know if you know that yeah, book. Don yeah. was, I interviewed Don. He, he was amazing, and he was, he was doing the same kind of work with Mozart, uh, his work, and he's now passed, but I think there's been a lot of research on how music can heal. Yeah, I'm not reinventing the wheel at all, and, and anyone who <laughs> uh, has sort of any sense of feeling, you know, has their music that they like, and, you know, you see people walking around with their iPhones and their iPods continuously listening. And in every aspect of life, I remember working in a recording studio back in the 70s with Stevie Wonder, and he walks into the studio with his earphones on, and he was just like in another world. So this is something that is so obvious. It's just that now we're putting attention on it and trying to really um, do some research so the whole world of science and medicine can use it as an additional modality. So I want a lot of my music to be in hospitals so when they turn on the television they don't just see news and bad things. They could hear this music. I'd like, I'm in the middle of creating an app regarding my music so people could have it on their iPhones and things of that nature. So I just think uh, I'm just furthering something and putting a little more attention on and by having a a very big work a symphonic healing suite which when we did that piece a few months back it you know we had a 50 piece orchestra and 55 children's choir and we had an opera singer and a jazz singer and we had amazing um violinist and uh, saxophone player so we had uh, just the most uh, amazing collage of 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 musicians and 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 in fact one of Dr. Duma's patients was a Parkinson patient that he's been working with and she used to be a ballroom dancer and of course her ability was diminished quite a bit when the Parkinson's came in and and, uh, she still wanted to dance and she actually asked me if I would write her a tango so she could dance on stage as part of the symphonic healing suite with her husband and I wrote the tango for her and she actually danced on stage the audience there wasn't a dry eye in the house and 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 when the dance was over she almost fell down but when she was dancing she was better so we know that something to do with rhythm and 
this music just reaches certainly with Alzheimer's. We know if you play their music, which they they heard when they grew up, they really they really sharpen up. All right, well, I'm talking to Mike Garson, who is the pianist, composer of the project The Music Heals. And he created this project with Dr. Christopher Duma, who is the founder for the Foundation of Neuroscience's Stroke and Recovery. He's also a board-certified neurosurgeon, and he's the collaborator of The Music Heals Project with Mike Garson. And we're talking about how music heals. Mike, my question to you is that you have performed with, as you said, Stevie Wonder, some of the very famous people, and also music that isn't healing music. How did you make that transition? And how do you kind of, what's the word I want to use? How do you justify or square it? Because, you know, I'm sure you've played very different, dissonant kind of music. How do you work those two together? You know, like black and white? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my my uh, upbringing was with classical music, so there's okay. a very strong healing aspect to Mozart, yeah. as we just talked yes. about. Then I moved into jazz. I had the privilege of studying with Herbie Hancock and Bill Evans, some of the greatest uh, oh. pianists of our time, because I was on the New York scene in the 60s. So I did that, and then out of nowhere, David Bowie hires me for eight weeks, and I continue working with him for 40 years and did 18 albums with him. Then I worked with Nine Inch Nails, Gwen Stefani, um, Smashing Pumpkins. Then I moved off and I played with Freddie Hubbard and Stan Getz. Then I just recently did the piano playing in the movie Gone Girl. So I'm all over the place because this is all I've ever done since I'm 14. And I've seen in each of these contexts that the music, initially I would call it was bringing joy or entertaining or fun for people. But then I realized it was having a deeper effect. And when the Internet came about and the emails I would get from people about what they felt my music was doing for them, I realized this must be happening to many other artists. And I think there's something here that needs to be looked at. So I find it very age-appropriate to be sort of giving back in that way. I still play, quote, normal concerts. I did a premiere of a concerto last week that I wrote in Los Angeles. And... um, it had the same kind of healing effect, but when we made a complete entire show named Symphonic Suite for Healing, there's so much attention put on that the music is supposed to go deep and heal, and there were a lot of patients in the audience and things of that nature. I think it's a valid additional new category. I could actually see it as part of one of the categories where people win Grammys for down the line. I think this is maybe a 20-year project before it fully yeah. settles into the consciousness of, 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 of mankind. But I think it's, 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 it's in play now because I've talked to so many people who this is where their passion lies. Yeah, it's just that I'm different. using all the skills I've had from, you know, I've probably played the piano over 150,000 hours and written over 5,000 pieces of music. So it's so nice to be picking and choosing the, the things that I feel can really help people in the healing well, process. That, and that's really what I do as an interviewer. I mean, I interview people like you because I believe in healing the planet, which it really needs. And, and I find, Mike, when I listen to Mozart, it is so healing for me. And any of either the classical or the kind of soundscape New Age music, when I'm working, I always have that kind of music on. I find my brain works better when I have that music on. Does that make sense? Totally. It sounds like I'm preaching to the choir, right? Yeah, it really does. And, and when, it, when there's no sound, I, my, I, I, I crave it. I mean, but it had both. On the other hand, if I played hard rock, 
it would jar me and I'd have to turn it off. Yep, yep. And I would say probably 90% of the world would agree, but people just don't realize it because it's so automatic and it's always in the background. You know what yep. I mean? Um, naturally, just that music, the way that music can heal, if, if, you, if you're playing gangster rap for people, it does the opposite, actually. Yeah, interesting. So it can be very harmful, you know. So, you know, it's a double-edged sword. But, um, you know, most artists really have a good intention. And, and I think um, we should just be aware that this is what music can do. And if your intention is clean and you have a desire, as you say, to, to heal the planet, this is one of the modalities. Obviously, there are many, many other ones, meditation and prayer and uh, surrender. There's so many things. But the music... Is such a universal language, and it avoids politics, and it avoids religious beliefs and belief systems. So it just sort of sits in this own safe space. And uh, I'm I'm loving doing what I'm doing. What can I tell you? you know? Great. All right. We want to tell people to log on to music-heals.com. Music-heals.com. And we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more to Mike Garson about the Music Heals Project, and hopefully we'll be joined by Dr. Duma. And uh, we will also talk more about the research and the science behind this. All right, so Dr. Duma will be with us, and he serves as the Brain Tumor Director at Hogue Hospital in Newport Beach, but he's also the Director of Foundation for Neuroscience, Stroke, and Recovery, and he spearheads programs for patients with movement disorders, and he's also the collaborator of this project, Music Heals, which we'll talk about with him and with the pianist-composer Mike Garson right after the break, right here on Patricia Raskin Positive Living or on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. What can you find on Get Real Radio? Well, quite honestly, who you really are. Join host James Robinson each week for a program designed to reveal more about yourself and your world through words of wisdom and profound guests. You'll discover more about the spiritual movement and how it can work with you and alert you to problems you may not be aware of. It will educate, titillate, and enlighten your mind. Get Real Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This could end up being the best time of your week. Women can live their lives to the fullest and realize their dreams for growth and greatness. Georgine Summers knows. As host of On the Edge, Georgine will give you powerful tools and rules to help you change direction in your life and get rid of the fears that stop you from living your dreams. Stretch your boundaries and become the amazing person you've always wanted to be. On the Edge with Georgine Summers airs live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. 
If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com. Now, back to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Hi, everyone. We are back, and you are listening to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, and we are now joined by Dr. Christopher Duma, who is the Brain Tumor Director at Hoke Hospital in Newport Beach, California. He performs state-of-the-art surgeries on patients with brain cancer and movement disorders, such as Parkinson's disease. He is consistently working on research to improve the success rate of treatments for malignant brain tumors. When he is not in the operating room, he's serving as the director of the Foundation of Neuroscience, Stroke, and Recovery, spearheading free programs for patients with movement disorders and bringing awareness to novel treatments for movement disorders. He also is the cre- he is the, also the collaborator for the Music Heals Project. And we just interviewed in the first segment, and Mike is still with us, Mike Garson, who's the pianist composer for this project. So welcome, Dr. Duma. Thank you so much. All right, tell us about the scientific research to show that music heals. Well, you know, it, it really has all been about uh, rhythm and certain types of meter and time signature that will actually click in on a patient's brain. And I became aware of this with one of my favorite Parkinson's patients that I've taken care of. This patient uh, could actually dance, but she could not walk. If she heard the proper music, she had no problem flowing on the dance floor flawlessly, but uh, if she were, you know, requiring just to be out in the street and walking, she couldn't do it. So there was obviously something happening in her brain that that got her going and released all that stiffness and rigidity that we see in Parkinson's disease. So that's the beginning of what keened my interest on this. Mm. And so what I what I actually proposed with, with Mike uh, Garson was that we create some music based on that type of philosophy and testing them on various patients. So we had a number of patients in my office. Uh, I see lots of Parkinson's patients. I see lots of Alzheimer's patients. I see lots of patients with brain cancer. And we tested the pieces on them. We, we did about 100 patients worth of testing to see which what, music worked see? the best for them. And what Pardon? did you see? Give us some results of different conditions. Right. Well, for example, with an Alzheimer's patient, uh, if you give them anything very modern, something straight out of the box, brand new, they'll throw the earphones off their head. They will not, if it's nothing, if it's something that they don't recognize, uh, especially if it's, you know, non-harmonic or contrapuntal type of uh of music, they will they will not uh, appreciate that. What they want to hear is music that they're familiar with from their past. Mm-hmm. So that's very important. Mm-hmm. You know, our 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 past brains are pretty intact in Alzheimer's disease. Our present current brain uh, memory function is not. So that was interesting. And in the Parkinson's patients, you know, certainly music that 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 they could dance to uh, helped a lot. In fact, the same couple is now running a dance studio where the uh, where they are actually using that as a form of therapy for their patients. That's really cool. yeah. um, so so these are the type of things we're moving toward. Now our latest project is with autism. And what we're finding uh, in the big research uh, of this disease recently is that 
if you do EEG, brainwave studies, on the, these kids with autism, you'll see that there's a, an asynchrony. A lot of their brainwaves are non, not in sync with each other. Mm. And so it, it's fascinating because it translates to other diseases like bipolar disorder or depression or schizophrenia, for example, where the brain waves, when you see them, apparently, I'm not the researcher doing this part, uh, the, the brain waves will, are asynchronous. They're not in sync like they would be in, say, you or me. And we're looking for music that might resynchronize those. Even a simple drum beat or a simple uh, beat might be enough to resynchronize brain waves and make these people more functional during the day. All right. I want to. I just want to switch over to Mike. Mike, I want to ask you, in terms of that, in terms of the brain waves and music, how many movements are featured in the symphonic suite for healing, and how do each of them have an effect? Well, there were twelve movements. Some were meant to have a global effect for healing in general, be it physical yeah. or mental or spiritual healing. One movement I specifically wrote for my grandson, and I spent three months on that, and that was a piece called Gratitude, and that was specifically for autism based on some of the results I would see with him when I would work with him and what calmed him down. Uh, the mm. tango for, for Dr. Doomer's uh, Parkinson patient was specifically for Parkinson's, and um, those were the two main ones that I was thinking specific diseases because since this was going to be the, uh, the, the the work that was the global, like the Cadillac of, of, of all the pieces I would be writing, it was meant to have a general symphonic suite for healing. But now we're going to do a complete piece on autism and I'm going to have uh, autistic kids actually playing music on stage oh, with fantastic. quote the normal kids and, and, and a, a band and an orchestra and some singers and it's going to be a collaboration that way and then I'll probably do down the line you know a piece just on, on depression and things of this nature so uh, that, 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 that's how that okay, is all Dr. Come Duma, about. Your, your comments on this and how how you can create pieces for each of these conditions and make them right. different. I mean, how, how, do you, how, does that, how does the research for that work? Well, it's going to be very interesting. Mike has been given the task. Let's just take autism, for example. Yeah. Mike, has been, Mike has been given the task to create six uh, pieces that differ in their tone, their meter, their harmony, their synchrony, if you, if you will, uh, and we are going to test individual autistic patients with the uh, electroencephalogram, with the EEG uh, net or over their heads, and we're going to see if there's any resynchronization of the brain waves. And there's actually a lot of, uh, of of clues right now that that actually may work. So uh, that's our first phase. And then what you would do ultimately is figure out what's best for these kids, and maybe all day long they have in their ears a small earphone or a, a, you know an in-ear plug that uh, would be pumping that type of rhythm or that music all day as a form of therapy to get mm-hmm. them to function more during the day. But how do you know which type of music for, again, for the autism or the Alzheimer's? Because each person's a little individual. 
you know, how do you true, categorize true, But remember, if we're just if we're looking at something that might resynchronize brainwaves that you can actually see, right. the work that's being done at Vanderbilt University um, is is fascinating right now, where they put a, an EEG encephalogram on top of a patient's head. They can actually see a percentage, how much, what percentage of the brainwaves are actually out of sync. And I mean, if you could actually fix that with some some musical input where the percentage of, you know, desynchronization was 50% when we started, now it's only about 10% on the music, you, you, we're getting somewhere. And then if, if that resynchronization actually uh, translates into a day-to-day activities where they're far more in, involved in their activities and they're they're you know less autistic. Then we've we, you know we may have something here. I mean, we have nothing in the field of pharmaceuticals for these kids at all. I mean, there's no pharmaceutical drug or anything that works. The best thing that works is social therapy for these kids, and this this would be considered one of those things. That's incredible. What is next for the Music Heals Project? Um, Mike and Dr. Duma both. Mike, go ahead first. Well, you know, uh, uh, Dr. Duma just mentioned we, we have now just teamed up with some amazing doctors at Vanderbilt University and Children's Hospital in Los Angeles. And these gentlemen, uh, Dr. Mark Wallace and Dr. Uh, David... Uh, Pat Levitt. Pat, Pat Levitt. Uh, these these are amazing researchers, and it literally took six months to even get a meeting with them. They're so busy, and they're very excited about our project. So I'm sort of the guinea pig to test this out with <laughs> these wonderful mm-hmm. autistic Great. children and, 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 and see what happens. The advantage that I feel that I have is I've seen this music, heal and help my grandson in, in most amazing ways. So now my job is to help the scientific world prove it. This net that Dr. Doomer is talking about, they put this thing on your head. It probably has about 120 different electrodes. It causes zero pain, but it, it, all this information shows up on the computer, and they're actually sending somebody who's a specialist in analyzing these wow. waves Incredible. and the synchronicity. So that's where a lot of the hard work comes, but that's not my job. My job will be to create, say, the a music. piece of music that has this kind of rhythm or this kind of a beat or a waltz beat or a 4-4 right. beat or a, a jazz beat or a pop beat or a rock beat, a different tempos or major melody or a minor melody, and we're going to, you know, see what what produces the best results for mm-hmm. this specific a yeah. disease, as, yeah. as you said, and then we could do similar things with other diseases, but there might be a commonality. We won't know all this, so this is this is what I'm thinking will be occurring over the next several years. So I'm kind of ex- excited about it. It's very exciting. All right, Dr. Duma, we have like two minutes left. So wrap this up and, and, you know, what would you like to leave our listeners with? What's the one thing you want them to know? And I do want to let them know also about the website which is music-heals.com. They can get That's information. Right. If they have music. any of these conditions or their family members or friends do, they should go to music-heals.com. But give us your message, please. Well, the, the message is, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a brain surgeon. I'm a neurosurgeon. I prescribe medications day in and day out. I do surgeries day in and day out. And the fascinating thing is, is that there might be something just as simple as music 
that could actually have an impact on a lot of these diseases. Bipolar disorder, depression, schizophrenia, getting the brain back in sync. It's one of my very exciting little projects here. I, I think this is real. I think that when you do an EEG and you find an asynchronous brain and you compare it to a normal person, the desynchronization may be exactly why they can't function in society. And if we can do something to resynchronize that, it would be just very valuable. Then you prescribe, instead of a blood pressure medicine or an antipsychotic medication, three times a day, you prescribe music three times oh, a day. Wonderful. What a wonderful thought. Thank you so much for being on the program. And also, Mike, thank you as well. It was, My it pleasure. Was, Thanks for having us. Yeah, it was, we'll have to do it again. I have other yeah. programs, and I'll be in well, touch. Well, we'll give you a follow-up. We'll give you a follow-up on our first pilot studies. Yeah, I would love that. All right, now we'll make sure that you receive um, this this webcast, too, so that you can use it. Oh, thank, thank you perfect. so much. Yeah, stay okay. on the line for a minute. Stay on the line. All right, All right. Now, next up, we'll be right back um, with our next interview right here on voiceamerica.com. Patricia Raskin, Positive Living. Stay tuned. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 